Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It's Ask TNA Day. On this month's episode of Ask TNA, what do I do with an overly sensitive clitoris? Clitoris? Clitoris. Plus, (laughs) can I get an STD from touching you? And a few listeners comment on our consent show. You're listening to TNA Talk Sex. I'm T. And I'm A. Welcome to episode 104. What? That's a lot. I know it is a lot. I'm proud. <laughs> Feels good. Uh, I say clitoris. You say clitoris. I do say clitoris. Tomato, tomato. I think we all know what we're talking about when we say it. <laughs> that button that makes you feel really nice down Yeah, there. the happy place. Yes. Okay, so a few things. Uh... Uh, join us on social media at TA Talk Sex. Um, also, we've got some a new video that just came out on lovetv.co, which is a great website about all things relationship, intimacy, and love that uh, T and I, we have uh, new video content out for. Yeah, we have, well, they just posted um, uh, In Bed with Sarah Afkami, who is a hilarious comedian, and she talked about uh, her sexual fantasies with us on air. It <laughs> was a good fun. It was fun. <laughs> it was fun. Um, and anything else? Is there anything else? YouTube channel. Feel free to subscribe. TA Talk Sex. Uh, if you listen via iTunes, please write us a review. That's the best way for us to gain visibility. And, um, and on to our topic. Yes. Okay. I enjoy reading the letters. <laughs> I, I know. It's fun. It's very fun. It's so fun. So it's this so is a long one, talking with everyone. But yeah, yes. Okay. But so go ahead. Okay. It's a, it's a little on the longer side. So yeah. Hello, TNA. That's us. <laughs> My wife and I are mid are in our mid thirties and have been married for six years. Generally, we have a good, healthy sex life. Both of us, I think, have higher libidos than the norm. However, and these two issues may be well related. Well, may well be related. My wife has an overly sensitive clitoris to the point where it cannot be touched directly, not even by herself. The way she masturbates and the way she likes me to touch her is to use the index and middle fingers in a V shape either on either side of the vagina's lips and to rotate. This also means she is not a fan of receiving oral sex as she's petrified of my tongue touching the clit. And she has never found any worth in the sex toys that I've brought into the bedroom over the years. There is only one way that she is able to reach orgasm, and that involves her lying face down on her stomach and using both her hands in the manner I described above to masturbate to orgasm. The second hand to put pressure on the first, I think. She does receive real pleasure from our penetrative sex to the point that she can get so wet that she pretty much gushes, but she has never in her life had an orgasm other than the on her front masturbation technique that I described. So just wondering what your thoughts are on all this. Have you heard of similar cases before? And is there any advice you might be able to offer? Obviously, as a man, I don't feel like I'm doing my job if I'm not the one bringing her to orgasm. Best wishes. <laughs> okay. So a full that is a full message. But let me jump off with the, just the last thing that he said, which was, um, as a man, I don't feel like I'm doing my job making her orgasm. So here's the th- thing is I feel like, like for me, I always, I usually need manual stimulation as well as everything else that's going on in order to orgasm during sex. So I feel, and I feel like this is normal. Like rarely, occasionally I can orgasm without, you know, like just through intercourse or I can through oral sex. But again, that's like manual or that's stimulation, like touching going on there. So that's not abnormal. So I feel like, yeah, don't put that don't pressure on yourself. Make, yes. And don't make it personal just because she or needs don't make to, it about you. Don't make, <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I get that yes. stress. I mean, look, it, it hasn't happened that often for me, but I have also had female friends where they have a sexual partner who doesn't orgasm like the man doesn't come. And I think we get used to the man more come. often than not coming. Sure. And so all of a sudden when he doesn't, you're like, oh, my what God, did I do wrong? what's wrong? <laughs> what can I do to help you? You know, so but she's I, orgasming. Yeah. But right. just not like, but, but it's, I think, look, it's okay. She's orgasming. That's great. Like, like sex is a dance and there's a lot going on. There's a lot of stimulation that whole time. You're making her gush through intercourse. Like you're yeah. doing a lot. Like you're you turning are her on. very present in that whole dynamic. And you're helping her reach that orgasm through all of that arousal. Right. So the fact that like the actual kapow is coming from her, her touching herself. Pattern of rubbing. 
it's not it has nothing to do with you like you know you, you can dr- like don't well i just recently had a sexual partner where uh you know th- we had sex he came before i did and then uh and then we used a toy and he, but he like simulated certain things you know he was like touching me with his hands like licking my ear Ooh. you know yeah kissing me like all these things that i that were like so stimulating and turning me on right. that allowed me to come in front of him right. through this sort of what you'd call masturbation technique right yeah um and, and you know, that's and, totally and I, legitimate. Yes, I, and it made nothing. me feel very connected to him yeah. because he helped me get there. And the thing is, I can come that way by myself, but if I have someone there, I do feel a little more nervous, a little more shy, and I do sure. need to feel like he's into it and supportive and excited by what I'm doing to Definitely. actually get that to get off. Yeah, I agree. So I feel like it's 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 complicated. Yeah, but it's it, it but is, it's but it's positive. not. And it's like I, again, like I, I mean, I understand. <laughs> I don't know. There's nothing else I can say on that other than don't take it personally. Like so, th- and that's just yeah, but one I think part of this. It's all a positive sexual experience. Like yes. she's coming, she's feeling pleasure, right? Um, so you know, and again, I want to reiterate the normalcy of that of women coming of, that way of women coming through manual stimulation while there's intercourse or other you yeah know, other things going on. Well, like, let me say this. I've always I and this is my only where I'm like, well, you know, use a vibrator if you want to help it out. But not just that. But I don't like them. I know. Well, but so so say we don't introduce one. I I largely orgasm from my stomach. Like if I masturbate, I do it in this in the way that it sounds like he's describing. Right. On my stomach and I rub myself with my hands and I put both hands down there. It's it's so funny when you said that I was like, "Oh yeah, I use both hands and then let me think about it." Yes, I, it is one hand applies more well, pressure another, than the other. Right. And I kind of use I almost like wrap my hand around my lips. And so I'm not directly pressing on my clitoris. I'm actually using the fleshiness. It's more of like a dull. Uh-huh. I'm using the fleshiness of my lips. Right. And then I'm like rubbing in a very specific rhythmic way. Right. With and my the, fingertips, and being, which we talked about on our masturbation episode. <laughs> <laughs> and being on your. OK, so for you, T, so being on your stomach and having the extra added pressure of the bed helps. Yeah. And that's when you masturbate. Friction. But even when you orgasm with a man, you often orgasm on your stomach this way too, right? Yeah. Yeah. I can come in other positions with with men, but it is harder. And when, and those, when those aren't working, I will just be like, okay, I'm going on my stomach. I want the man to penetrate me from while behind. He's on t- yeah. yeah. From behind while he's on top of me. Right. We're laying down. Right. And the thing is, I, I do enjoy when a guy does it for me. Like he can put his hands down there and do what I'm doing. Or he could put one hand and then I put my hand over his hand and like show him what I'm doing. Right. And that can create that rhythm. And and so he can absolutely be a part of it as much as he wants to be. Okay. So this brings up for me my second thing that I wanted to mention, which is the idea of, and I'm making this term up, masturbation programming. Okay. <laughs> what I mean by this is I have this this idea, I don't know, only because I see it in myself and T, you mentioned it. But, um, and I know you T and, and this is how like you masturbate, right? right. And, and so I noticed with myself that I have certain things that have to be in place when I masturbate. And I don't know where it comes from. I like, I wonder if it comes from like the first time I orgasmed and my body is just programmed that I like to have my feet covered and my head needs to be turned a certain direction to the like the <laughs> most subtle degree. Yeah. If it's too far turned, it's like something's off, you know? And if, so whatever. I, because it's been so specific, I have trained myself out of that to like, because I wanted to be able to like, now, when I'm with a man, it's different. Like when I'm actually having sex, I don't need to have those things there in order to orgasm. But this is what I mean by this masturbation programming. So I'm curious if I don't even know if this truly exists. I'm just curious if maybe there's something like that going on with her. With her. Yeah. Like like I want it exactly like this and that's going to get me off. Only because like there's something physiologically like we're wired. Uh-huh. For some reason. And also she has that, that yeah, way. that sensitivity. So she maybe that's her go to. I mean, I basically when we started thinking about it, I'm like, I've been orgasming on my stomach in that position since childhood. Since I was that's five. Ca- yeah. <laughs> okay. So you know? maybe my theory is right. Yeah. Aside from like exist. using a jacuzzi jet, <laughs> I had to be on my stomach. Okay. Does, does, does anybody else out there, does masturbation programming 
Does that happen to you? R- r- email us seriously. Everyone to know. Yeah, advice well, at TA Talks. That, that you need those specific Instagram elements. Us. Yeah, I'm. Ju- well, yeah, I'm just curious. Like if yeah. Anyway, but I so I wonder, well, and this is I for them something? to ask. And um, some- what you were just saying about that programming, though, I found that what opened up my ability to orgasm in sort of different ways, or to become more aroused and not need such specific triggers, mm-hmm. was actually my S factor like pole dancing class. Where it really allows, I, I know there are some classes for men, in fact, but obviously it's it's mostly for women. Sure. But you, but it really helps you expand your sexuality and express it in ways that you're not used to, and like certain dance movements and stretches. Okay, and you become more aroused and sensitive throughout your body. Can I say rather though, than targeted zones? I wonder if that has to do with because for me, um, it was about becoming more comfortable with myself and owning myself and my power in many ways, not just sexually, but Mm -hmm. sexually also, but just in life and, you know, just growing up and like becoming more myself and comfortable with myself that, um, uh, that my specificity was declining. So I wonder if the S factor was helping you maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I guess I offer that as like a how, you know, versus like, okay, great. I want to become more comfortable myself. How the F do I like access that? Right. (laughs) You know? And so, so that was one way that worked for me. I think reading certain books, I think all of it is always tapping into your sensuality. I think Mm -hmm. it's like, how do I get closer to that? But to get back to kind of the specific issue. Okay. We're going backwards in this letter. Yeah. This letter. (laughs) Yeah. We're, we're backtracking because it's, it's it's dense. There's a lot. Can I say, I like, I love the way he describes this V shape of the middle and index finger that she likes. Right. And you know, what's funny is that, that specific gesture of making a V with those fingers. Yeah. When I think about it, I've had moments where like with my lover, I like to put my finger in that shape over my nipple right oh yeah yeah and then oh, yeah, he definitely. licks it right, right. and it's like a little it's like a little nip, nipple clamp yeah kind of. kind of but i'm also almost like re-simulating what the shape of your clitoris is like right so basically then his tongue kind of touches in between oh, my fingers so you're like creating a yeah. whole and in between zone. yes and in between my fingers it like turns me on oh yeah because that's a really erogenous place yeah his tongue licks that yeah in addition to my nipple and mm-hmm. I, and you're right my fingers are also kind of increasing the sensation i'm feeling through my nipple mm-hmm. like it's it's all there so that shape when he described it i kind of said well maybe his wife's just really on point <laughs> uh, or on point in the sense of like that's that's good technique that sounds really nice. And not only that, but then your fingers can kind of be massaging along the lips, well, which have let your clitoris actually has these legs that like, legs creep me it out sounds how they like, describe it that way. But. I know. But it is, so it sounds like they're doing that because the clit is so sensitive that she doesn't want it to be touched. Right. So they're trying to avoid. No, it is touching it. But, but so, yeah, go ahead. It, no, it's kind of a nice. Like, I think a lot of women would enjoy that sensation and that shape. You know what? Even though they also want their clit to be directly touched. Yeah, but you know what? Um, Well, this is kind of, it's not often. Anyway, blah, 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 blah. Um, (laughs) What what I like is that um, when I'm like touching myself there. Yeah, I know, I know. I'm like literally miming. I know, I'm like, how is it? But what I like about it, though, is that um, for someone who does not have an overly sensitive clit, is that it's it's seductive because you're not, it's kind of like what we were talking about with the nipples a couple episodes ago. You're not going directly for the obvious erogenous zone. And it's really... you're not like, hit the button, hit the button. Like, you know, like when you're, when you want the elevator to come and you just like hit it 45 times. I today and it was just pissing me off. I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, uh, there's a whole body here. There's oh, a no. whole body here. Oh. <laughs> you just don't, like, literally, like, you're like, hi, how are you? Boom, hits my, cl- I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? Terrible. <sighs> anyway, so, um, so for those of you who don't have overly sensitive clitoris, 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 Cl- I'm clitori? sticking with my clitoris. Clitorati. Clitor- <laughs> <laughs> I, it's still, like, I like it. Like, it's very, um, teasing. But, um, I don't think, Obviously, there's nothing wrong with having an overly sensitive clit. I haven't actually heard of it before, but I'm like... I hadn't either, but I have heard of women who who orgasm very easily, very quickly. And also, I had a friend who, for example, her clitoris was so sensitive after sex, like that her boyfriend couldn't touch it. It was like, I came, don't touch it. So Uh, I think that's pretty similar. Like, I don't... Like, it doesn't... Sometimes it'll hurt if I get really... I mean, it's a little mini penis. Uh, I was... What were we... I was reading. Oh, my friend was reading me something from this new book out called Bonk. Mm-hmm. Bonk. I don't know. Bonk. It's a 
it's a yes it's a it's a new book about sex anyway but they were describing how like there's something about to do with oral sex and they were like lift the hood of the clitoris and like expose it and then lick it i'm like oh my god <gasps> that sounds sounds like a lot of really intense yeah it's the right moment there's the right time and the right place for that but um, yeah like in a minute don't go straight for that right so but my point is that like I, yeah I, I mean there's nothing it just sounds like you guys need to adapt your own and it sounds like you've done it really well i mean she's orgasming she's enjoying she it. enjoys penetration she, uh, she yeah she's gushing off of a penetrate um, great sounds great well okay but we did have an idea yeah well we had a few ideas because <laughs> let me say this i'm going okay if i'm him and i'm like i'm like that's the button and i'm not allowed to touch it i know right I'm, like i'm already i'm a little bothered hearing that for him like I want to touch it. It reminds me, and I said this. I had I had an ex, uh, a but you mom, only want to touch it because it's a should. It's like I know, but a partner but of let me say my partner. Okay. He had a, he had kind of what I was just saying, which is like during orgasm, all of a sudden his penis would almost become so sensitive that it would hurt. And say sometimes I had I was like just peeking with my orgasm, but it would like hurt him if I was like riding him. Right. And I'd be like, oh god, no! And he's like, oh, or he's like wincing, right? He'd be like <gasps> making a face, and I'm like, okay, I guess I'll just stop. And and it became like I became almost more sensitive about the problem than he was. Well, for sure, because you because you, I love you're the him, one I don't want to hurt him. Yeah, and you're also the one that's causing harm. Not harm. You're not causing harm, but I mean, you know, having what I mean? that like, demand. Yeah. So that just means it needs to be adapted. We need to let go of shoulds and ideas of what the erogenous zones are and adapt it to what works for you all. You know, and 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 your partner, that guy, T. You know, it's like. You know, okay, fine. So I can't rub it directly. Rub it right, yeah. But you can do so many other cool things. You got a whole body there. Okay, we're gonna come right back. We're gonna take a mini break, and we'll be right back. And we're gonna with, share ideas. Yes, of our idea to... of how he can actually work around it. We have a couple of like clever <laughs> solutions to get I'm, to I'm gonna still try this play myself. with the clit in the area without hurting. Yeah, her. without doing direct contact. Uh, okay, so we'll be right back. Tweet, Instagram, TA Talk Sex. Write us a review on iTunes. And if if you have a question or a comment about the advice show, email us at advice at tatalksex.com. We'll be right back. And we're back with TNA Talk Sex. This is our Ask TNA episode. Advice! <laughs> we're talking about a, a man who wrote in about his wife who has an overly sensitive clit. And yeah, and you know, his, his his frustration that I'm empathizing with about not being able to like slobber all over it. <laughs> yeah, but for me, I'm like, eh. I mean, if it doesn't work for her, and it's mm-hmm. isn't it fine. It doesn't freaking work for her. There's a whole vagina there and labia and like, yeah. you know, like an anus. And, and like, just inner as a reminder. And we, yeah, no, I love that. We talk about that. The clitoris technically has nerve endings running all the way around your your like vaginal entrance your, vulva, your anus labia. it makes a it makes a figure eight around all that and it's like yeah it's like running along it so massage all of that yeah and i do have to say like massaging my inner thighs is oh, very erotic like kissing it maybe like a light but like even like, like a deep massage bite. because it pulls on that but it's like super outside working in you know yeah no that's really smart i love that i what you're just saying the massage like <laughs> kind of pulls that's mm-hmm, nice mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um Okay, I we have we have some ideas for how to approach this clitoris that's too sensitive, right? So let's clarify: he can't lick it directly, he can't touch it, right? But he can lick other areas, right? But so so we were thinking, I, it was, I'm trying to, I'm imagining giving oh, oral sex me, to this woman. Yes, one more thing: it sounds like she can handle kind of blunt contact, but that like so back to kind of what I was saying about my own masturbation, which is that my fingers are actually over my lips, kind of cushioning, squishing. yeah, squishing and cushioning the clitoris right right i'm not putting my finger directly on my clit i'm actually creating a mound over it and then rubbing the mound right. like and, vigorously <laughs> <laughs> no but it, and it's and it's the back and forth movement but i have to say over my clit that, that is, creates it and i you know when i think about orgasm. it when i first started masturbating i actually mas- was masturbating with um fabric in between 
my, on a sheet uh, well I used there sheets. was underwear did you with sheets i didn't it was like underwear, underwear or a uh-huh. shirt or some just some, i'm just saying that there wasn't direct con like i liked it was more er, like erotic to me and teasing to have stuff in between there and to dole the sensation because it feels like it spreads out like more across the whole area and not just in this pinpoint of a place yes. i guess that's kind of what it was no well said but, Really so, um, so, uh, okay. So she likes dull sensation. Right. Okay. So given that I, we were initially thinking, I'm like, well, we like, we need like a, like a chastity belt for the yeah. clit. We, we need, need a like, cushion, a pillow for something the clit. <laughs> that where he can feel free and uninhibited where he's not concerned about hurting her and she could still get pleasure. Um, ideally at least not be hurt, but on top of that, uh-huh. Hopefully, get pleasure. Uh-huh. So, right. so we're like, okay, no touching the clit with the tongue. Right. So, what's the cushion? So, we went through a couple of variables, some that were decent. I kind of threw out marshmallow. Yeah, but I think that's going to be too soft. I agree, and and also moves. It's sort of an odd shape. Right. And yeah, right. For Not that, good. so basically, what's a cushion that could go over her clitoris that he could lick? Okay. Because it's edible and tastes good. Luckily, luckily, yes. I a I went to the movies. Uh huh at the Grove in LA over the weekend and I went to Dylan's candy store and I bought my favorite gummy which mm-hmm. is this multicolored turtle yes the turtle gummy, gummy. and it's about an inch in diameter it's uh-huh. circular yeah. inch inch and a half yeah yeah I like an inch an and inch I think this is the perfect height. little toy to bring into your bedroom yes A handed it to me and I put it in my hand and I went ooh first of all it's very it- fresh candy so it's like cushy it, it's super cushy, cushy yes it's like cushy it's it very feels sensual. good in your hand like i'm turned on playing with it i have right. it in my hand right now <laughs> we, we like ate half Massaging the bag the while gummy. we were playing with this idea yeah it's like this soft pad but it's sweet and it tastes good right it so, does yes so and it's totally flat on the back on the yes. on one side right so our thought is and it even has this little red dot on the back side it's kind of a it's perfect like a center zone. for her clit so we were thinking, now I don't know how sensitive This could be she ridiculous, is. but I feel like this could definitely work. Yes. And look, there's many gummy toys out there. So I'm gummy foods, I should say, <laughs> uh, at the candy store. So I would actually do some investigating. There might even be some that have a cup shape, like that kind of pucker a little bit. Like an you- egg? Like they have the, those egg yeah, the egg Gummies. ones, but also like like what I mean is almost like a disc shape that kind right. of rounds out a little. So so it could create almost like a, this is sort of sacrilegious, but almost like a kippah, like the Jewish hat. <laughs> <laughs> that could sort of cap her clitoris a little bit, but like, but still with the soft, spongy pad. The reason why I'm all for this, I enjoy occasionally using sweet yeah. insects. Yeah, Nutella dipped penis is my favorite. I, I actually once time. used a gummy worm with my boyfriend, and like it was gummy worms because I love gummy worms. Did but you, would you put it in your vagina? No, 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 on on his his penis. Actually, you wrapped. Yeah, his penis and I was sort gummy. of like licking it and the gummy worm. Was it like tied in a bow? No, you know, I don't remember how I did I think I just sort of involved it. You sort of ate it. it off his penis. Yeah. It's great. I love it. Was, it. it made it, yeah, more slick and sweet. So I'm wondering, like, you could either like lick it and stick. Like, I think after with a bunch of moisture, it could probably even stick because it's sugar. Yeah. So it sort of melts to the body. I don't know. You're going to have to play with this. Well, I think... I'm going to play with this. I think she could actually hold it in place, like in her vantage position. Or he could while he's... Either can hold it. You can even hold it from the little turtle head. Yeah. (laughs) The pad exactly where she wants it. And he could lick the turtle. Right. He licks the turtle, licks all around. I would say lick everywhere else and then go to the turtle pad and it's sweet and delicious. Yeah, and but it's a pattern. And so it's so, fun for him and he still sees and that he's giving her pleasure. And it's also very erogenous for her, I would imagine. It's exciting. Because it's that dull. Yeah, and I see what you're saying. Pleasure. I'd like to feel it too because it's like that dull stimulation right, or something. Right. Uh, a, a larger surface area of pressure being applied to the clitoral area. Right, okay. So we took a picture and we're... we're we, posting we're on Instagram. Posting on Instagram if you guys want to see this exact turtle. Gummy turtles. But it, I, I mean, look, I'm eating one right now. I uh, mm. I'm gonna eat mine too. They're the last two in the house. It's it's Dylan's Candy Bar, which is I don't know if it's nationwide, but Look, you can go to dylanscandybar.com dot com, mm-hmm. and uh, this is not sponsored. <laughs> no, yeah, it's not. Explore, Everyone try it out. We're gonna I explore. Mean, no, explore other gummy candies if you want. But I have to say that when I this touched sounds, this turtle, it felt amazing. I'm telling you, this is a new candy from Dylan's because I've been really into gummy candies lately, 
I love You're gummy laughing. candy. No, She's I love laughing. it. No, I because I buy ones. them all, and then she comes over. We have our meetings, and then we and like, I eat the eat whole the- bag. <laughs> it's dangerous. I have like so sugar rushes. I feel rushes like I've become on the show. a bit of an aficionado on the gummy candies, <laughs> uh-huh. honestly. And this is my favorite, and it's new. I have not seen this in Dylan's until like a couple weeks ago. <laughs> Yeah. Go get your gummy clitoris. Yeah. Clitoris. I feel like any uh, sort of covers. some sort of r- any other kind of candy that's sort of a rounder, concave. larger concave surface area because you want to create that blunt, consistent pressure and you get to lick it with your tongue. If anyone Maybe comes taffy. up listening, if anyone has any other fun Post candy on Instagram ideas and yeah, hashtag to the to the turtle photo or whatever you want. But but it's yeah, let us, let us know. Ideas because I think that there is definitely a way around this where they can have fun with it. It's kind of cool. I agree. And if not, it sounds like you guys are doing a great job anyway. Yeah. And I think for listeners in general, I think we're hitting on something that isn't discussed a lot, but in fact, avoid the clitoris. (laughs) Yeah. Well, actually, this blunt pressure that feels so good. And, And it's so funny because before this show, I don't think I ever put it into words that when I'm getting myself off in that position, I'm not actually directly on my clit. Yeah, it's not like, yeah, I'm true. actually using the fleshy, the flesh of my lips and I do to too. pat when, it. When I masturbate, I don't, I don't expose my clit. I, you're right, actually. I use, um, I kind of squish my, my, my lips together and create like a whole zone, but I'm not like exposing my clit and like yeah. barreling down on it. Right. I will say what's interesting is that that vibrator that I like to use that Love Crave necklace bra- uh, vibrator. Right. And um, well, let me say when I use it, I actually I for a while I couldn't figure out a good way to use it. But I now actually put it almost this is gross like a hot dog. <laughs> I do, too. I put it between the lips I and then I too. press the lips together. I do, too. This is the Love Crave necklace vibrator. Yeah, which is sort of like a pencil or like a nail. I feel like it's the perfect shape because it just nestles in there. It's not too intense. Yeah. Well, but then I'll press in my rhythmic this pattern. This is probably not going to work for them. No, no. Exactly. No. She, she should stay away I from I think vibrators. stay away from... T- yeah. Or actually blunter edged vibrators okay. on top of the mound. Okay, wait, wait, wait. You know what? My dildo pillow would be perfect. Okay. I don't know why we're talking about toys with her, though. It sounds like... No, no, we didn't need to go on toys. If you guys want, if they wanted to use toy, yeah. But I, I, anyway. So remember, like, when we... Actually, did we have the show when we did that? A couple years ago at a Christmas party, I... We were as a white elephant giveaway party or whatever and I was one of the last people so you could basically like choose from everyone's gifts like what you wanted and I was like the quiet mousy girl at this entertainment party then <laughs> oh quiet mousy because I get shy in big groups and um I like stood up and I'm like I want the dildo pillow someone brought it as a gag gift I got like 10 numbers that night at the party but um <laughs> but it they was a to great- help you with it they're like I'm just that's so hot like the owning your sexuality can you teach my girlfriend that I'm like and I think we're the, I You're think like, the well, show was shortly show. birthed after that. <laughs> no, no, I'm pretty sure oh, we were already doing right the show. There. Oh no, we already had the show. There's huh. yeah, you mention it in okay, one of the episodes. Cool. Anyway, my point is the dildo pillow. It's a German invention, um, and it's a pillow that's like a big mound, so that you can ride the pillow and hump it. So you get that dull, like when you were, four, you know, I did four this when I was a eight. kid. Yeah, when you were a kid, and you're like putting something in between your legs. Mm-hmm. I'm riding but it, but it's yeah, so you can like squeeze and ride. But there's this little extra mound where there's this tiny little vibrator that they nestle in the extra mound wow yeah so it's not direct vibration stimulation Mm -hmm. so it's like this duller vibration that you get to ride Uh oh and and oh get this (laughs) there's a dildo (laughs) that you velcro onto the pillow so you have the dildo that you insert in your vagina mm-hmm. and then you have clitoris stimulation, mound. mound stimulation that's not direct. Okay, so, so I just want to note, I think the husband is probably not loving this part because probably. we're not trying to we're not trying to replace him. <laughs> that's true. That's, I'm so, but, that's no, true. But she but it might was enjoy because because he mentioned toys. That's why we got on it, which right. is that he tried to buy her toys and they didn't just, work. And so I'm suggesting avenues <laughs> for for toys that actually might bring her pleasure. Right, right, right. Um, but they're they're not a must, and I and I think we're hitting and on for something. any of you that don't have a husband or a partner, the dildo pillow. Yeah, check it out. <laughs> <laughs> but I I'm I'm really liking what we've just hit on, and I I'm really inspired by this idea that actually men in general, like I, I think it's not about the direct contact there. It really isn't. I really and you know honestly, like I feel like this has come up a lot. I feel like I went tango dancing with my dry cleaner. 
he's learning to tango dance so we went out to a dance every time i talk to this guy it's like it's a sex ed class i'm exhausted by the end of it because he's just tapping me with all this for all this information and um and so i anyway i feel like this has happened like five times this week where I get asked the same question where it's like, well, what's your number one tip or something? And I'm like, you know what? I think my number one tip right now is go slower. Go slower. Go yes, slower. slower. Because I, I feel like even when lot. guys think that they're going slow, you can they're do it even still more. going too fast. Go or it's not too slower. fast, but you can indulge. You can become, and I don't it mean can like, become hypnotic. Yes, but I'm not even talking about necessarily rhythm. Yes, also rhythm. You can build up, but I mean in everything, in the seduction. Like, you know, it's not like, don't just like, touch my outer labia for like a five seconds and then go to my clitoris for five minutes exactly slower <laughs> tease the shit out of me uh-huh. so that i'm literally begging crying begging to fuck you. for you to do something yes, you know? yes. like dragging your but, fingers inside yeah, of me but if i'm not doing that you can go slower yes <gasps> that's a great that's note. what i mean and and if ladies I'm not pushing your hands into me if i'm not begging you and ladies uh-huh. because i've been on the other side of this fence i've been on the fence where i have faked that because i thought that i was taking too slow to arouse and so i would pre- i would do the porn thing where you're like i want you i want please and it was all bullshit but you weren't there yet i wasn't there yet but i felt pressure to be there because i'm like well he's touching me he's doing these things but i'm not aroused so uh, something's wrong, you know. I'll just uh, go so ahead I fake fucking it. note. Go so ahead note. So, ladies, oh God, the I'm responsibility so on your end, ladies, is don't fucking fake it. If it's taken you half an hour to get there, you take that half hour. Yes, and you know what? The man can't adjust or accommodate or figure out what you need if you're not being honest. True. And by that, it's like it does take vulnerability for you to admit. And look, I that happened to me I, with the sex partner I was just talking about, where I didn't come. It was taking me longer, and I kind of and at some point I was like, sorry, sorry, I'm not, I'm not there, I'm not there. I was like riding him, and I thought I was going to come, and I was like, that's it, that's it. And then I was like, no, sorry, you know what? And so, and, and then he was like, oh, I thought, I thought you were, coming. you know. And so, and then he like worked with me to get yeah. there, and I felt so loved and appreciated, yeah, because he was interested in me getting there. However, I needed to get there, right? That's and so cool. That is cool. And sometimes for me, if I'm not, I just don't, I'm not in the mood to come. You that know? happens. And that happens. But I've had men do that But I surrender. Well. Yeah. And that's okay. I'm loving the embrace. I'm loving the sensuality. I'm loving everything else. I don't need to, you know, and I'll say, I voice it, whatever. Also, yeah. But so, even then, I, when I don't feel like coming, I almost enjoy the slowness even more because I'm yeah, indulging in right. all the stimulation. Totally. Yeah. It's a different kind of uh-huh. dance, you know, but uh, so don't, that took me 10 years to really, <laughs> so, so don't, uh, don't make my mistake. I'm just, <laughs> don't fake it. You know, it's okay if you take a long time to, uh, to arouse or whatever and don't, yeah, like own it. Take, I think, ask yeah, for it. I think, I think most women do and it's That's really point. pleasurable. Beg, um, beg. Yeah. Can I add one thing? Yeah. Uh, what I also like is um, he noticed that she only orgasms in this one position always oh right even when she's masturbating with herself whether even when she's with him like that's how she's going to come Mm -hmm. now i have to say okay we actually need to take a break should we let's take a break let's take a break we're gonna take a break and then we're gonna address but we're gonna address this this masturbation position thing and i think and or sex yeah for women and i think we can broaden that horizon okay okay we'll be right back oh Advice at TATalkSex.com if anything came up for you that you want to write us about, have questions about. Uh, at TATalkSex on Instagram if you want to see our turtle photo <laughs> and uh, for the gummies. Uh, and write us a, a review on in iTunes if uh, we've inspired you in some way. It's the best way to gain more visibility on our content. Okay, we'll be right back. We're back with TNA Talk Sex. Woo woo! <laughs> I just want to say it's really mm. warm. It's a hot it summer is July day heat. in LA, and uh, all the windows are closed in here, so you can hear our pretty voices better. I'm dripping with sweat <laughs> everywhere. Um, I just shot a film in Jacksonville, Florida. I got a mild rash on my arm and leg from heat. 
And uh, I took a vinegar bath to like remedy it. I'm I'm sweating now and I'm I'm like having flashbacks. <laughs> you- <laughs> oh God, it's so bad. We're gonna get through it though. We're gonna get through it. Okay, so we had one thing. Sultry. We- <laughs> yes. <laughs> a good sexy hot. I feel like sweat. I'm in a Tennessee Williams play. Yeah, exactly. And then you know Marlon Brando is gonna come in and fuck me. Yes. <laughs> Before the old got- Marlon yeah, Brando. Yeah, the young Marlon Brando. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, okay. So we were gonna talk about. About the uh, the position that she's coming in, right? And so I feel she, like I she feel can like only come in one one position. He's expressing concern here, right? That she only comes like that, and I can see that being like, okay, now it's time for me to flip over and come. And I have I have that a little bit in my relationships. I would say the majority of my I said this masturbating, I come that way, and then yeah. when I'm having sex, when I can't reach orgasm in other positions, I'm like, and time to flip over and do the sherbet. Yeah, yeah. I had one lover who, for whatever reason, I think the angle of his penis, it wasn't like a very vertical erection. Right. It was firm, but it kind of went outward. Like it didn't... Like outward. Like if he's standing up or sitting down. Right. If he's standing up, it doesn't hit his stomach, right? It's not like a hard, straight up shape. I don't know if I've ever... I, I think most men that I've seen, I've seen a lot of erect penises. Really? I have I seen... Think, uh, no, I'm... T- okay. Like hundreds no, well, I've seen a number. I've I can I can think of several. If they're lovers. laying down, there goes to their. Anyway, this is sort of a side topic. I was gonna say, okay, okay fine. You're, say you're laying ahead. down, whatever. It doesn't whatever. matter if it's if it's they're laying know, down. It's a certain the position. Penis is more vertical than the average. There's there's a vertical one that where it kind of goes more towards the, their own stomach. Right. Got it. That's true. Yes. And there is that. That's gonna hit the woman's G spot more easily Better, yeah. than a penis that doesn't have that same uh, vertical like erect shape. Now don't be saddened if you don't have that. It's just different positions that hit the G spot more effectively. So I was, I, I had one I lover. Been, I mean, I don't know. No, I've been, I've like, been with, I had one lover and it was like a magic penis. I've never come so easily. Because it had was, this vertical penis. It was, yes, it was like vertically hard in that position. And it would I'm like, and it was almost like a, a like a, like a, like a, like Gumby or I'm trying to like, like the clown. Like it doesn't go down. Yeah. Right. right. Like that okay. clown, the clown that bops back up. It's like you could flick it, flick it sounds bad. <laughs> you could, you could bop <laughs> it down and it's going to pop, pop back, right up. back up. It's like, it's like, it's here. Okay. So now it, what I'm saying is, can I, yeah, yeah, yeah. there's go a ahead. lover where, where that wasn't the case. So we would basically have like a very full sexual experience where we might start in missionary after I've gotten a back massage or like a rub down and then and then missionary and then I'd be on top and then we'd kind of rotate and then I'd be on my side. And this then, is the magic penis man. No. Oh, okay. This is the one that is not the vertical. Non-man. Okay, got it. It's yeah. not vertical. And it's what I'm saying is he hit the G spot by me being on my stomach and him lying on top of me. Right. And that's right. Ru- that's so then his penis, which doesn't have that same verticality. Right is hitting exactly where it should. Okay, on my, I just want to know space. that every woman's body and every penis is different. So, like, it's not like this examples. is a, Yeah, I'm just saying, like, you know, well, the, this the, could work. It could not work. You have to find out what right, works the, the reason I brought that up is to say that I think this is a very viable position for a lot of women. And, uh, and... Yeah. Oh, actually, that's true. If I'm laying down on my stomach... Yes, laying down, not, not doggy, doggy style. style. No, doggy I'm style doesn't... I'm not orgasm with doggy me style. Me either. And, it, and sometimes I can enjoy that position for a bit I because I like showing like the, myself off to right, him. Right, and it's erotic for other reasons, but I'm not going to orgasm. Yeah, yeah. And I and eventually I always make them like lay down with me. Right. Laying down is definitely... Because it creates the get, it, you pressure. You get there. Right. But it also so, hits the... You're right. It does hit very well. Yeah. So my point on that is I actually think... So now that we've discussed why that position's fucking awesome <laughs> and you all should try it, uh, I, I want to say we've discussed basically that she doesn't want direct friction on the actual the clitoris. Yeah. Now, if we know that, then you can start using other positions where you still protect and pad the clitoris. You see what I'm saying? So she could actually practice orgasming in different positions by having that covered or padded in some way. I'm sh- by having the clitoris padded or covered in some yeah. way. Yeah. But I mean, I'm sure. Yeah. Like even like. I mean, the stomach's probably the easiest. I would imagine way. they've played with this. I mean. You know what I, I like? I can only imagine that they've tried this. So if he's saying this is the only position you can orgasm in. Like, let's just assume that they've tried other things and it's still the only position, which I just want to say is OK. Well, that's what we were just validating, which is like how amazing it is for a woman. It is amazing. <laughs> but also like when I really think about it, my own like if I think about. Yeah, I think there's definitely one position where I for sure 
like it's great you know and I for sure I'm going to orgasm there um and I honestly don't know like I have to be very aroused to be able to orgasm in these other mm-hmm. positions yes well let me say you this Look, so me being on top is pretty effective also and I find that it's because my clit is rubbing on his his pubic not bone, bone yeah. but well the bone would probably that be too area. intense for her now let me say this i don't know if the husband's but you could extremely it with fit or not hand. yeah cup I it with the hand. or often. what if there's like a little pad or cushion that they a use turtle. a gummy turtle well a gummy i can <laughs> see it getting <laughs> sticky and gross you don't always want to use the turtle but yeah, what if no. it was like the silicone oh, pad I, we were talking about this too the, yeah. you know how the they bralette. have those bralettes like they're silicone um silicone bralettes for women who want to add padding to their breasts or you just want to it's a it's a it's adhesive because mm-hmm. it's it sticks onto the breast and they have different sizes. They have some that just cover the nipple. Yeah. Well, so, I think like there's that. even something like that. But I think there are, there's like but gelatinous, like cup your hand. silicone-based kind of pillowy things that could be there to, we well, need a breast implant. Your hand we up. need a breast implant. That's basically what we need. Oh, no, but there's, there's like, uh, like handballs. Like there's all kinds of things out there that, that are like a cushion right, that she right, could right. use. And what I'm saying is that could be there, but. I don't know how fit her husband is, but I have to say that when I'm with a fleshier man, for example, if I'm on top, in fact, that his his lower abdomen kind of acts as a cushion on my clitoral when, area. When you're on top. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I have to say, like, when I'm on top, the reason why it doesn't work for me is because mm-hmm. I've noticed this when I... when. Also, when I'm peeing in the ocean, I am... Um, like, but I, I can't orgasm when I'm using my leg muscles. Just say more. I can't like no I really can't like because I like because I can't let go mm-hmm. like I can't let go the way I need to so um it's very difficult like I may that's really interesting because I feel like I'm the opposite like I if I'm in missionary and I'm on my back and missionary the man's on the, top yeah yeah but he doesn't make me I basically have to like clamp my legs around him and like ride him from the bottom and so I'm using my legs I can't like I can't I am but you might be right that certain muscles are relaxed while others are being engaged maybe but when I'm on top oh god yeah when I'm on top I definitely need vigorous like clit area stimulation and I do like if it's this more like if I just put my hand there generally you know Mm -hmm. and do this more ambiguous clitoral sim um see i find a hand but can, like a, fan, a hand can almost be too much for me like i like to really? rub on his abdomen i feel like the abdomen can be too much for me and then the hair mm-hmm. can be too much anyway mm-hmm. yeah. but i feel like it cushions <sighs> so that's why i'm like wouldn't a hand maybe is the hand still too sensitive for this woman i don't know but anyway I, yeah i don't know like i feel like if i'm using my legs too much on like riding on mm-hmm. top it's very it can be very difficult it, it's easier when he's humping from below and doing some of the work as yes. well and I can let go but I can't like my my I just can't let go and and fully orgasm if my muscles are engaged which right. sucks because I really want to have great sex stand you know in the shower and against the wall but I really have to have like a really strong guy underneath me who's totally supporting my weight and that yeah has I've never had, really happened <laughs> oh interesting because I, I once I did manage to orgasm with it's sort of what you're saying which is basically like he was definitely doing the heavy lifting I put a foot on like it was a, in a bathroom and I had a foot on the toilet paper roll <laughs> no that, <laughs> that was helps. like yeah totally so I had helps. but I was holding so I was kind of holding myself up but he basically from holding my bottom was like lifting me up and down right to kind of bounce on his cock right. like and it was like this up and down thing and simultaneously that was creating friction on my clit which is kind of the opposite of this this letter. I know we're but, totally getting off track. I know, no, but but we're talking about. Yeah, you're right. We're off track. We're, we're, but we're talking about. I don't we know. We got excited talking about different positions you can orgasm. Okay? Yeah, and I came that way, but it was exciting because of the scenario as well. Because there was like people in the house, and we were being secretive. Ooh, and then it makes you come <laughs> from no from from your psychological stimulation definitely all right all right okay Let's so, so the, your point is that you're suggesting that maybe they could uh, use with this with protection yeah accepting protection. that it's all about keeping the clit protected or by the lips and i wonder if maybe her lips are a little on the smaller side like maybe that's maybe part of are. the issue of keeping it cushioned so I like our little idea of like almost building this like soft spongy thing that would like protect her Mm, so he can feel so they can both feel more at ease without like don't touch it don't touch it yeah right right but i I, I also do want to just also say 
it's okay if she orgasms in one position only. Well, and by the way, I'm like... It doesn't make oh, you boring and it doesn't wanna, make you... There's nothing wrong. No. I think it's probably like that for most. And things. I want to talk about this too. I think that idea of calling it, even the our rhetoric of saying this masturbation position, I think is a judgment on the way that she's coming. And I think... Right, exactly. I yeah. think that... Um, Sorry, I'm eating my turtle. Yeah. <laughs> we're calling it... I already finished mine. We're calling it a masturbation position. But in fact, it's just the way she orgasms. And again, most women use that's what I'm saying. Manual stimulation. I think it's fantastic. I think it's fantastic that she knows how to make her how she knows how to get herself off. There's a lot of women who don't know how. I think you guys are having successful sex, especially when having a a kind of a unique thing. Yeah, yeah, unique. It sounds great. Yeah, and I and I think covering that. I really want you to try the gummy. I know, I know. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to try it. I really want to try it. You have to report back if it works. I mean, we'll do it, but we don't have overly sensitive clits. Well, I know, but I still think the mound pressure would still feel good. No, I think it'll be fun. I do want to try it. Hmm. Uh, we'll anyway, back. yeah. But yes, so just we're going to move on. But I just, yes, the way that we describe it as like, I think men often feel like, oh, she's, quote, masturbating to get herself off. There's so that I'm there's something I'm doing I'm something wrong. Doing, yeah. And I'm like, I'm not doing I enough. I think it's just you could communicate with her and maybe and like it sounds like he already has a mastery of what her technique is and right. he's able to implement that. So right. any men listening, you can ask her what her technique is. Put your hand down there. Have her show you. Yeah. And you can then do it to her and maybe make her come. And can I and say, that's fun. yes. And um, I'm very grateful that the partners I've had get uh, they love it when I touch myself because that's how I orgasm. Like even during intercourse, you like, get to I, watch. Her. I need to have I need to touch myself. And so I'm very grateful that they totally embrace that mm. and I just want to say that it makes me feel really good when they're when I they I see them get turned on about it they don't take it as an ego hit and they totally because again I usually date older men so they've probably seen this around or two mm. <laughs> and uh, and um and yeah it's a very like welcomed thing and you know it's it's so then my arousal gets turned on even more and so, yeah so it's a good be, attitude to have the lazy lover in me loves it when the guy tries and like, and then I can like show him what to do. At the same time, every now and then I just want to come and so like I'll do. My I like position. both. I yeah, mean, I, like I think both. it's hot. I like it when they're watching me and I'm doing it, and and that's hot, you know. Uh, and I also like it when when they do it too. I like, I do like. I both. would like to note this: lustily praising her while she's coming in that position Ooh, is going to get her off. And I think, yeah, like if whether you're inside of her or if you get do get to kind of watch her and massage her while she's doing it with your hands, I mean, that's a fun way of like, you know, relishing yeah. the, the move, the sensuality of her movements in order to come. Yeah. And, and again, like I'm, t- I'm, it's really, I'm seeing it. It's, it is a mind shift, you know, if this guy is, um, you know, seeing it more as like a, Ooh, I'm doing something wrong. Like if you can shift yeah, your like mind I, about like it to be like, yeah, yeah, to be like, no man, she's, I, you know, she's gotten so turned on by this whole experience and, and she's just loving it even more. And I mean, it's all just see and as in part control of, of her body and it's great. Yeah. Okay. Let's yeah. move on to the other okay. bits. We're, we're going to, well, it's mini break time <sighs> and then we're going to move on to this disc- uh, comments on consent and someone who voiced concern about contracting STDs. And and how that happens, and you know, do we and need how to fear it does that? not? <laughs> yeah. All right. We'll be right back. We are back with TNA Talk Sex. Uh, advice at tatalksex.com if you have any questions or thoughts that came up for you in this discussion. Or uh, if you'd like to be, uh, blah, 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 have something answered for our next advice show, which we do at the end of every month. Yeah. So you have a month, get it in. Um, All right. Okay. So so we did the last, last month's show, uh, we talked about uh, someone had an issue about consent. When yeah. is she... When is she playing? When is she for reals saying no? Um, so we had a couple of writer, uh, sorry, a couple of listeners write in commenting on that. Yeah, commenting. Um, yeah. So, uh, hey there, new to your podcast and enjoying it immensely. Yeah. My hackles went up when you shared the story about the boyfriend who wouldn't have sex with you when you got high. That was me. <laughs> My response was respect for him setting boundaries when he was unclear if you could truly give consent in the moment. 
Communication and getting clarity beforehand allows the aggressor to understand hints and clues. Acting in the gray is sexy, and it's important to acknowledge that each person needs to have comfort and trust. It's also important to acknowledge that we all play the aggressor, seducer, and the receiver, etc. Recognizing our power is crucial so that we know when our power is being reassigned without our consent. I like that last bit. Only like yeah. yeah, because I think... Very well said. Yeah, being in your power allows you to know when your boundary is actually being crossed not only being in it but knowing it like really feeling knowing what you want and don't want it. right yeah right exactly and how do you get there <laughs> i think it's i think it's trusting your gut and not not yeah. going well i'm trying and I getting and getting rid of beliefs and ideas yeah beliefs yeah. that uh that are very well the voices hidden, in your head right and like that you don't a lot of I feel like a lot of us start out with a lot of judgments, assumptions, and a lot of that shit is subconscious, and it like you yeah. don't see it until like it creeps its way up. Like that's been happening to me the last couple of weeks, where like I'm seeing all of these things of like these beliefs and things were running around in my head, and I'm like, fuck, that has been there the whole time. What? Yeah, yeah. And if you're honest with yourself, I think sometimes you'll go, oh, this person's pressuring me, or this person's da da, and it's like, are they? Ask them. And what I mean right. is, it could you be know, in, like it you, could be in your head. Things like things are being triggered for you because of beliefs that you have, and yeah, yeah, and the way something's you see bothering you. And, yeah, mm-hmm. and I and the best way to clear that up is to say it. Right. Yeah. What's the other? Okay. Uh, so um, we had another other, writer about consent. We did. Um, he says, "Great conversation about consent with many a good laugh." But I'm still going to disagree. You know, maybe back in the day, I could have been pushier, but it's just not for me. I feel at even the slightest no, ownership for the next step is established. Lovers are like kids and dogs. You need to train them on the importance of unambiguously responding to direct communication. If things evolve and I say no, not that, this, I mean this. Does that make sense? Precedent up front for better results downstream. I agree. I I don't think we were ever saying push. Right. No, no. We're not saying push. We did talk about, yeah, we (laughs) We, did talk about the nuances of a dance. During flirtation where it's like, no. And you. Yeah. And and to me. (sighs) And you had made a really good point to you about. uh, Maybe I, maybe you haven't made me feel comfortable enough to say yes. Right. And that can be at various levels. It can be a way to sort of fish for, I kind of, can you say it this way? But you're waiting to see if they'll, or do it that way. But he does raise that issue of like, does the person feel shy in asserting themselves? And so their kind of polite no was them saying they're not ready. Right. Yeah. I mean, I do. uh, Yes. I I think my, my example was almost more like, okay, like I told this in that episode, I told the story of like being in the car and the guy kissed me. And now that's my chance to go. Good night. Thank you. Mm-hmm. It, like it wasn't like a, it's not like he stayed on my face like a, you know, starfish. He right. kissed me and like backed off. Gave you a chance to react. Right. Yeah. And then I was like, OK, like I'm a little confused and intrigued. <laughs> and so then I'm like playing and there's a back and forth. And I think in that context, it's obvious that I'm not saying no, but I'm not quite ready to go in like into the home. And so that is very different from someone shyly being like, no, no, I don't like, I'm not, I don't know. I don't know. I'm not ready. Yeah. If it's, if it's very, if it's ambiguous like that with a kind of sad tone, (laughs) (laughs) but he, he says, okay, I think this is, I, I like how clear he was when he says, no, um, I feel at even the slightest no ownership for the next step is established so if t you tell me no then okay balls in your court you tell me when i i like that however i will say that i have been in the position in many places in life sexually as well as like business wise or if i'm trepidatious about something in life where i'm like no like it's my personality where i can be absurdly fearful or hesitant about something and a gentle nudge by someone who I trust and knows that cares about me like can is helpful for yeah, me yeah yeah you yeah, know? yeah so I, this is why it gets so freaking complicated uh, complicated well, I think he is right if you are not sure I'm really not sure like I think this is a very and maybe clear it's way a to first it. date and you're like I don't know what this person's thinking yeah but and it's true like even like if you're if ownership for the next step is established so okay you back off and so even if she gives you a flirtatious she he, whoever it is that like, gives you a flirtatious something that's an invitation to like engage again yeah that doesn't yeah. I mean pull her pants I, down but like to, to <laughs> whatever degree that she gave you a cue 
I agree. And now let me say this. I, and I want to speak to women listening as well. I think I was recently, I just had a conversation with a young woman who someone that she worked with hit on her and they were all out drinking. And, and in some ways like they did, they did, they made out, they kissed a bit. She may have also even been a little turned on, but then was like, Oh, I think it's a bad idea. But he kind of persisted and, um, and it made her really uncomfortable. And there was this second, there was this other narrative going on in her head, which was like, is, is this going to be a conflict? Is this going to be a problem later on? How do I, how do I gingerly remove myself from the situation to not create conflict? And I think women are struggle with that a lot more than men realize. I mean, this is, you know, I watched confirmation on HBO, which is like the sexual uh, harassment case with Anita Hill and, Mm -hmm. um, and the Supreme court judge. And it's like, you know, at its worst, it's sexual harassment, right? This is, this is the gray, this is the danger. And I think what he's getting at, my my point being, I'm throwing my hands in the air. I but this craziness. No, because because but this sh- is my point is if you, I, f- it's not that I want to put the responsibility. It's the responsibility isn't on a woman, but I feel like if you are unsure and and you do a meek no, and it's bashful. I guess I'm I'm just encouraging. I'm, a- I'm encouraging women to say no, thank you. It makes me uncomfortable. I'd rather not go this road. Or if that's what? what you're feeling inside and he's making you truly uncomfortable and you don't want to proceed sexually course, in any capacity. Of course, but I don't think... Please say it firmly. Yes. I will also now say, though... Now, if you're though, flirting and playing... Right. Or, or if it's not that he's making you uncomfortable because, like, look, if you for sure know that you don't want something and someone's coming at you, that's not cool, right? But there's yeah. a lot of times I feel... I know for my own case... There's been many times where I uh, don't know how I feel and yeah. I need to test the waters. Right. So that's well, why the said. doors are, are tepidly open. Yeah. You know, like, like I wasn't sure he was situation. a good lover. I wanted to know if he had the chops and right. he was interested in my pleasure. Right. So and, and, and in this in the Nita Hill thing, it's or the, the case yeah, you just Hill. described. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. Um, it's like, okay, well, you know, you're testing the waters and whatnot. And, and uh, I guess my thing, my if I'm, yeah, I guess I would say for women and for myself and what I've learned is that I feel slow the roll. Like if I don't know what I want yet, slow down. And it's just okay. And just allow myself, like don't put pressure on myself to be like, well, I'm supposed to be uh, aroused or I'm supposed to be interested or I'm supposed to be this or that. And so putting these like pressures, on, yourself. pressures on myself. So no, just give myself the permission to be like, you know, what? I just... I don't have to say this to him even, but just allowing myself to back off and just, I, I can engage in flirtation without getting physical. Right. I, you know and what I mean? Can, so just we like, can. we don't have to go so fast yeah. toward physicality. And I jump to women, but I'm, I'm guessing even men struggle with it as far as, I, there are dynamics where that happens as well. So I right. think it's, in well, that, that like, sense, speak clearly. Yes. That totally yeah, launched yeah. a whole new conversation. I, it did, said. it did. It's okay. Let's, it's all good. Where were uh, we? If you want to listen to the whole uh, consent, consent discussion. discussion, it was episode one. Was it 100, 100 or 101? It was episode 100. Because, yeah, because it was last month. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, see, we can do math. <laughs> All right. So we had this one funny little incident yeah. where a question came up for you, eh? Actually, T was there. So T and I were in a production meeting. I got a call from a, a client, a new client that I have not seen. And it was this young guy who uh, is a college student. And he was wanting to come and see me for central massage. And um, he was very scared about the fact that he could get an STD from me, from just touching him skin to skin, like just massage. Right. And I was so <laughs> offended. No, 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 no. Well, no, but I was so like, first of all, appalled that like, that he thought that, that he thought that. Yeah. I was like, what? Where did, how, did you have any, no, <laughs> the sexual education program in America. But uh, but anyway, but like it, this kid was particularly um, not picking up on what I was. I was on the phone for, for like 20 minutes, like with I, he should yeah, pay well, me for my of, sex yeah. ed consultation. <laughs> he had a lot of questions and a lot of fear. And I he did. Yeah. But I, I, I wanted you to mention that story because I wanted to say to listeners also that um. You know, we had another show with uh, with Jamal Johnson who talked about um, ohm meditation, orgasmic meditation, and, and also just sex therapy. And he he was talking about a woman who was afraid of getting AIDS through like um, his saliva on her nipples. And um, and we also and so so we feel like sorry, I'm 
lost my train of thought. That that example, and then also this young guy asking, A, this this issue of like, yeah, but am I going to get an STD? You know, it's all online, and I really encourage anyone who has fears or anxiety around STDs to really read about them. Okay, yeah, but I think that this guy's fear also came from being online and getting, like, freaked out by horror stories from people who, like, don't know, I don't know, maybe they, like, went out to the woods and got a rash, and they're like, uh, I'm a virgin, but I somehow got, I I don't know, like, just misinformation. There's also a lot of misinformation. But if you stick to... Talk to your doctor. There you go. Safe bet. Talk to your doctor. But if you don't have health insurance, well, because I, I feel like I've faced WebMD, conversations Wikipedia. about <laughs> HPV, things like that, where people are very confused, and um, and there's a lot of fear around it, and especially it's almost like because men don't have to deal with uh, the consequences of it, they're a little bit more like, wait, you have that? Are you right. dirty? Like these kinds of projections, right? And I think there's a lot of projecting of like, I'm afraid of someone who is quote dirty and and um correlating stds with morality oh for sure yeah yeah well there was a little bit of that like i felt like he was perceiving me as this like walking ball of std because <laughs> i'm like a provider in the in this right. in the second century it's like you're probably safer you probably get luckily this, i get did not more frequently i did not get offended sex yeah like it just means i'm super educated about it. i know you know but um but so if anybody is wondering what I mean, sure, there's always dangers, right? It depends on like what activity you're doing. Like if you're doing genital to genital touching, like uh, like uh, that needs rubbing. to be protected. Well, it, there are things you can get. Like you're not going to get pregnant. I mean, I've heard of cases, right? If someone comes out on the outside labia, I, it's, it's so rare. It's yeah. like not. It's a, I'm suspicious. I'm very suspicious. <laughs> Did someone I mean, dribble a little inside and then come on the labia? Yeah, exactly. Right. <laughs> but, um, but I mean, you can. Like, if there's, uh, I mean, there are things, like herpes, if there's a herpes um, outbreak. Outbreak. If like, you're shedding on your mouth if, or, or genitally. Yeah, or genitally. So if there's genital, general rubbing, there's also, like, genital warts that exist inside the vagina. And also there's genital warts of different strains that are outside. And they're just, like, little bumps. So And they look different on every person. But so there are those kinds of things that can right. happen. But that's primarily genital rubbing. Genital rubbing, right. Like, if I'm rubbing you with my hands, which is right. what central massage is you know and there's also some body to body where like if i'm using my torso or my thigh to like massage your thigh or you know like some body to body but not genital to genital um you're fine stds i'm like i got a massage a regular massage the other day her name was Lily. She climbed on my back <laughs> and was like sitting on my, like her knees were on my, like in my butt, not in the, you know, but like on each, each pad of like my butt cheek. And then like, she was like rubbing the back and I was like, it was amazing. <laughs> no STDs. No STDs. Um, I will say though that if, if um, I'm like, I have to be careful with your hands, right? Cause if I'm not, if you're not using gloves, um, most people don't use mm-hmm. gloves um, when you're just doing manual stimulation for a massage. Um, like if you have cuts mm-hmm. and yeah. someone has AIDS, that can happen. That's um, a really good point. So be careful with that and hepatitis. Um, but the, yeah. Uh, it's, yeah, yeah, mostly so it's, I'm it's just if telling there you are, the risks. I'm, this if, is what I told If you this, don't this have, if you, neither of you are, carrying STDs or the kind of, well, no, what I want to say is you're right. It cuts that kind of thing. Sometimes, for example, if someone has um, a cut in the mouth or like some sort of like a canker sore, which is not from an STD. Um, but if they have something like a herpes virus and they have that canker sore and you have something like a canker sore and those two open meet, wounds yeah meet. meet and somebody has something yes yeah. then you have the potential of contracting also if your immune system is low yes um, then it makes your mucous membranes more susceptible i well mucus makes you more susceptible in general but um mucous membrane is where a lot of um some yeah. like herpes is going to attach more i to love this membranes. point because if you are afraid of stds this is an excellent and a thing you can do to fortify yourself is work on immunity. And by that, I mean your diet and health and physical activity. And yeah. that's going to actually protect you. Uh, oh, well, I should be careful what I say. Well, we're not you, doctors, but yeah, I mean, yeah. but not it, genital on genital. Like you, that has to be protected. But if your immune system is high, um, just yeah, saying you fight these are off little things. 
You You bring up a good point, though, also for you as a provider. If anything, you're more vulnerable in the sense of... I told him this and also because... But but like like you're saying, even like you're in contact with maybe fluids of his. So then washing carefully after that, which I, you know. Yeah, there's always there's still a risk, of course. I mean, even that, like even if I do wash, hypothetically, there's still a risk, right? If I'm not using gloves, it's low lower of course you know than having intercourse and the full you know anyway but uh, yeah so but if for just if anyone out there is you know looking to go have a central massage that's what you would maybe need to look out for like just, you know don't do genital general i don't right but um yeah, on that that's note it. that's it anyway that's yes, our show that was the story okay <laughs> No, that was, yeah, yeah. <sighs> Although good for him for asking. I mean, you know, look, you have a fear. It's better to put it out there than not. But he, there, yeah, you can do research. After my half an hour session with him, or not even session, phone session, he did, it did actually end up booking. I haven't seen him because we've had to cancel, but <laughs> <laughs> he's like my little student, my little student kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, there's so much you don't know when you're young. Yeah. Grr. Okay. Um, so if you have questions for our next month's advice show, uh, mm-hmm. or if uh, a comment on a topic that we discussed tonight, please email us at advice at tatalksex.com. Um, also check out lovetv.co where we have a new video up, uh, from our in bed with series. And there's also other great, uh, articles and videos about sex, love and intimacy. There, great information source. Mm-hmm. Um, join us on, on Instagram and social media at TA Talk Sex to uh, post your turtle gummy photos or any <laughs> yeah, other, or other gummy. Other suggested like cushiony patty things. That For could this be couple. Really, yeah, that could like really be fun and helpful. Yeah. And, uh, and that's it. Yeah. You're listening to TNA Talk Sex. I'm T. And I'm A. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.